0: That's what I heard. No. Sometimes it's.
1: Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You guys telling me that it's not saying it like rain by SWV?
0: No, not at all. But you know what, Nunu? Let's pause a lot of more for a second because we are going to be talking about depression today. My name is Rafi Manzor.
1: And it's the Dame of DC. Nunu Paris here. And this
0: is Wait, wait Don't no, Do, do it. it, where we tell you to wait.
1: I just want everything to stop raining. Like I know it's like summertime, but it's been like a lot of rain, a lot of lightning,
0: a lot of lightning. Let's talk about the storm that happened last night because we are shooting this episode on Wednesday. I don't know what actual day it's it is. It's the first
1: day of September. Wake me up oh. with September
0: E <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember... Oh, yeah. What you
1: did last September? Yeah, that is totally the song, though. <laughs> but um, yeah, like you know, all other part of the summer, like it was chill, and then like all of a sudden, I mean, I guess it's hurricane season. Shout out to Louisiana, but <laughs> it's Ida, right? Hi Ida. Ida, yeah, I'm happy that it hasn't been, you know, that same kind of destruction it was, because it was happening on the anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. Yes. Um, but luckily, so far, it has not experienced that destruction. But even in DC, like the amount of times we've seen lightning strike—I mean, the lightning struck the National Monument a few weeks ago and fried yes. the whole panel. And then last night, I mean, looking at the, the Lincoln Memorial, the Reflecting Pool—it's just crazy.
0: Um, last night there was a big storm. It was so funny because everyone was like, "Oh my God, who was woken up by the thunderclap last night from that big storm?" And I was like, "Bitch." My depression has kept me up all night, every night. I had have, have insomnia. So I stayed up all through that storm, and it is the best. I love late night storms.
1: Um, I'm always asleep during them, but I do sleep with my TV on. So, like, I remember a few weeks ago, they played the weather alert like seven times in a row. And I was like,
0: like You paid attention to that in your sleep? I mean, it woke
1: me up. Why? It's an alarm. It's, an alarm. it's startling. Like, wait. Like, the weather little... or like, bur- you know, I can't watch cable when I go there. Oh,
0: band. okay. Okay. You don't have cable? No. I know. <laughs> um, but that is, I would think that would just translate in your dream, you know?
1: Um, I, I can't imagine. Like, it'd be like, pounded. <laughs> <down below. laughs> right as a dream. I love the storms. I like being up course in my building because I'm up at the, at the tallest point in D.C. here. And adjacent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the word is adjacent, y'all.
1: I mean, first of all, we going to talk about all the enemies you're making.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm hurting a lot of Silver Springers people. Your neighbor feeling it. I'm feelings. so sorry to you. I'm so sorry to my it's fellow the- Silver Springers. I love y'all. I really do. Um, but let's just keep it clear. Let's you keep guys it clear. Are 30 minutes away from U Street. No, yeah, uh, <laughs> I was. Into I, recording. And I was into do, recording and you will just to you check such check the time, fake no, y- and that's why I can't
1: handle it. I am you are, fifteen minutes away from U street. Uh,
0: period. If you are commute if you're listening to this podcast commuting into DC from Silver Spring, by the end of the podcast, you should be I cannot, in I DC where you're looking. I
1: live right at the literal red line stop for Silver Spring, and I can see the Washington Monument from my par- party from my apartment <laughs> party at the apartment. And you know, it takes a literal minute to drive to the. The line, so I am DC, and I can't speak to the rest of the people. Would you live
0: at the area that you can touch
1: (laughs) in DC? (laughs) Would you live in that area? Yeah, what? There's some really nice homes in Alaska, Northwest.
0: In other words, Northeast can eat a dick. (laughs) Well, I'm in Northwest, so, you know. Basically, Georgia, she don't know you, but she knows 16th Street.
1: Okay, okay. (laughs) No, I do want to shout out people. Well, I can only speak for Downtown Silver Spring, Spring, which is DC. But, you know, the rest of y'all. Have that! Uh, that.
0: Why do y'all want to be DC so much? No, have that. BTTSS. DTSS is
1: great. People come see movies here. I
0: know. People keep seeing movies here. People have told me. I can you. walk
1: to the movies here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I can walk to the movies we're at, too. That's the point of living in the city.
1: I know. That's why I live
0: in the city of D.C. <laughs> <laughs> so today, what we're going to be talking about is, again, everything D.C. So many things are going on in D.C. Everything we D.C. not like, not stop talking about D.C. Um, first and foremost, let's talk about the elephant in the room.
1: Well... Your name is Raffi. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Nunu
0: has brought in seven different wigs through her depression. Oh and I'm concerned my for her credit gosh. score.
1: Honestly, honestly. She has had
0: a new wig every episode. That's and No one's even seeing it. That's no. the worst part. <laughs> that
1: is the worst part. For yeah. an
0: audio podcast.
1: No, we... we I want to start by saying that, again, we appreciate all the feedback. I We've heard multiple times that, you know, we're really getting deep this season. I don't really know what we're doing different this season, but whatever it is, we just want to keep it going. And I think it's where maybe we're just more comfortable with each other, we're just more vulnerable. I think people just listening to the podcast
0: more. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should just listen to the
1: podcast. I think we've really grown, and, like, you know, this season has been rough. I want to say that, um, you know, I love Virgo season or mm. whatever. You know, our queen will be 40 this year on On Saturday, my boyfriend's birthday is uh, Labor Day, and I can't wait for all the celebrations, but this season's been really rough, like really, 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 really rough. I am not happy. (laughs) You have
0: more work life, I think, that's getting you down and out, downtrodden, which we'll get to in a second, because I don't think you should be back at work. I don't think anyone should be back at work right now, but I think my, I've also been going through like a little summertime depression, uh, which is... Definitely, I like have been thinking about it more and more, and I was like, Yeah, I'm definitely going through depression. Um, because I there's certain things that just I was finally going to bed in a decent hour about a month ago, I was finding my peace, I was okay. But y'all, guess what happened? A boy, a very toxic, gaslighty, fake ass <sighs> boy, and now I cannot get out of this depression, and it's really sad because I have a lot of great things going for me right now
1: yeah and i i like that you brought that up um you know we, we see it on tv but if you never want to hear it from us that's because things are great in your life does not mean you're gonna be happy right yes. Yes. and i feel like a lot of things are good like we are nominated for best visual artist and best personal trainer by Washington city's best which you can vote link in our bio And we have so much fun going out and getting recognized, and people just interact with us and show us love all the time. But yes,
0: thank you for all the free drinks that I've been enjoying at the bars. (laughs) Like I really do. I've got, I've definitely been having the most social.
1: Even me, yeah, yeah, social social
0: summer summer I've ever had in my life. And again, I appreciate everything. But I guess there's been a lot of things I don't want to say done to me. But I think the double-edged sword was, I think, that a big part of the reason why this situation with this boy did not work also was, I think he felt a lot of pressure because I was becoming someone in D.C. that was well-known. And I think that got in the way. So I think that's been kind of what's been getting me down and out. But we also have to talk about my depression and how <laughs> it's being motivated by
1: the career that you so love. <laughs> yeah and it, I, you know what well, you
0: used to be what well, you used to be so proud of being a nine-to-fiver now you're starting to i sleep.
1: am proud of what i've done um it, it's weird being an educator and having to go back will be really clear it's really weird um waking up in the morning is impossible and now i can't sleep throughout the night because i you know my anxiety doesn't let me sleep because mm-hmm. i think about all the stuff mm-hmm. so not fun and it's just so much stress you know i found myself Sobbing in my car in a grocery parking lot, which is very my tea, y'all. I'm like such a drama. <laughs> like if I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna cry in my car. My car has seen all of my tears. It is just when you give up that car,
0: it's gonna be a feel like. I
1: couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. Um, it, it has the same birthday as my boyfriend.
0: Wow. So tomorrow, happy birthday, Bertha.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and my my car's name is Chopsticks. Is it? Yes. You've never told me that. So you don't know anything about me. <laughs> That's why I was crying <laughs> in the car. Yeah. No, I, I found myself crying, like, for what? Like, sometimes, like, now that we are older, I mean, we're not 30 yet, thank God, but, you know. <laughs> Flash forward to a year for now, we'll I know, but, like, I really thought that things would be easier. I don't know why I thought that, but I guess sometimes you think that you'll get older and the stresses will, you'll be able to manage and you'll just kind of just go through it and i'm finding myself crying i was like over what like what is going on and then i realized it was just little bits of everything
0: well it's also i think like i think it's like asking like you like you said where what's going on why am i feeling like this because i again not only is like my professional life going really well but my podcast life going really well but my dad just got retired now, ow! So my dad is fully retired now. That means I will never have to worry about him working at like that chicken mill ever again and dealing with like dangerous conditions. I will never have to worry about him being treated a certain way by white employers. Can
1: I say that I, I'm obsessed with that the way you said he just got retired as if he's been pardoned like from jail or something?
0: No, and it is! No, y'all are in jail. Y'all are in jail. I'm telling you, y'all nine-to-fivers are in jail. The way that they, oh, they are treating gosh. y'all is jail-like. Prison, honey. But like, if my dad no, but the way my dad talks about it's like he's out of jail. He's like, right. yo, he called me like, I can just feel the lightness in his voice. Like, I'm so excited to go home now. Like, he's gonna like, I really am just like, I have a real, I have so many things that I should be so happy about, y'all, and so grateful. I'm going to El Salvador with my mom. I was say, yeah. In uh, two months, and so I'm. I have so many things like ready to do, but because of a boy. I can't seem to, like, get over that. And, like, do y'all relate to that at home?
1: Can I say also, um, yeah, I just want to be vulnerable today. I don't care. This is my my pink tabletop. You know what triggered... All the crying, cause I cry on the way to things. I'm yeah. the kind of girl where I don't, I don't, I don't cry to my friends. I don't cry to my boyfriend. I don't cry to like my therapist. Same. I'm gonna cry on the way somewhere, and then you know, get it together, bitch. You gotta put your face on, cause I like that kind of pressure, <laughs> and it also <laughs> limits the time frame. Like, bitch, you got ten minutes, uh, <laughs> right? Uh, but that's just me. So I over what triggered me. I'm over here listening to "Paciencia y That's <laughs> true. It's Something true. about me performing Pasencia and Faye yeah. in my car, like just triggers me to feel every single emotion possible. I, I don't know why that's a song for me. And it used to be like quiet uptown from Hamilton before that, which is still live man around man, there. But I just love like channeling my emotions in the car on the drive.
0: That's what I've been doing. I've been listening to a lot of sad songs. I've been listening to a lot of breakup songs. I've been listening to a lot of songs that just allow you to feel sad. Yeah. Shout out to
1: Aaliyah also.
0: Aaliyah has been getting me through it too. Aaliyah has been getting me through a lot
1: of just. I like love five. that album. And I, I mean, that album came out when we were four, so I mean, it's not like we would have been bumping yeah. that. <laughs>
0: we would have been bumping that. Well, we were bumping it, I guess, once everything else came out.
1: I, I mean, knew one in a million,
0: but I didn't know like heartbreaker. I, 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 I choosey lover.
1: Being an original Beehive fan, you know there was a line. I, I feel yes. like in the sand back in the day, and obviously I'm glad this is resolved because I love Aaliyah. And I love how much it sounds. I just love her sound so much. Yeah, and it's just so catchy. Thank, thank you. I'll probably miss the LA for writing the whole album. Do that, bitch. <laughs>
0: but yeah, so it's been a lot of just channeling uh, emotions into sadness. But I think what scares me is like, how do you get out of it? And like, if this is if if like what I'm working towards is not getting me out of the sadness, and what actually is going to get me out of the sadness,
1: that question always comes in my mind. Yeah, and you have to determine like what your level is. You know what I'm saying, like. If you're more like me, then I'm more prone to sadness in a sense versus maybe Rafi who doesn't usually experience prolonged sadness. So it could be more intimidating because you're like, when is it over? As if, it...
0: um, Yeah, last year. <laughs> Good point, Nunu. So I think I don't really like experience. Like, I do think you have a point there. I don't experience depression. I, I don't think I'm the happiest person. I don't know. I'm not gonna say that I'm just always happy. I'm not. I'm. I'm not just sometimes sad. No, it's just like
1: your your emotion will be more gross to anger or frustration versus yes, sadness. Yes. And it just depends on who you are. Like inside that, yes. Like who's the person controlling your little wheel? Mike, I truly believe that it's, my- is anger. No, it's. Mine is joy. No, look, we all will be joy, and I get it. But I am joy, I have to look in the mirror. Then you have to look in the mirror. You don't think I'm joy? Anger, envy, disgust, <laughs> disgust. We got it right. We know we no, are. No, yours
0: is sadness and fear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i all of all of it. No, I feel like mine is definitely joy. Are you
0: kidding me? Yeah,
1: look at you. This is who you are. This is who you are. Yeah, that scares me, y'all. Fear, (laughs)
0: girl.
1: Oh my gosh! But yeah, you have to just look at you know the whole picture and realize putting things in context. I think people don't realize that when you get into like any emotion, you know it feels like oh everything is going. But just look at the full context. Like I'm feeling this because of what? Okay, have I done this before? No. So it means likely to last that long. I just have to get through it. And, of course, having a therapist always helps.
0: Yes. I maxed out my credit, my uh, my bill with my therapist this month. I usually go once a month, and this month I definitely went three times. Um, only because, like I said, I think it's, like you said, I'm not usually sad. I usually am just mostly just in a good, I'm not in a great state, but I would just always say, like, I'm in a chill, nice, happy state. Yeah. Good, I mean, not great. I would say that. I'm great, not good, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Anything, to be clear. Um, and it's just sad because, like I said, I think that my issue is the, also, the control aspect, right? Like, you always want to control everything in your life, and this was the first person that I thought I had a connection with, but in hindsight, it was literally not, like,
1: nothing. It was a perfect uh, illusion. It was
0: literally a perfect (laughs) illusion. Like, (laughs) fucking lied to
1: me about everything. Ugh, that's just the salt and the sugar, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Oh, okay, Miss Southern, Miss Southern Twain. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a salt and the sugar.
1: Then me. Am I scarlet O'Hara? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which uh, I'm now in uh, Gone with the Wind TikTok, and apparently
1: that movie is really racist. <laughs> Stop. We it watched. Is. I showed it to you. I know. I know. Of and course, it's, a, it's hilarious. Because racism is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Stay so closer to the mic, <laughs> dude. No, I mean, it is hilarious. I, I will always say that watching, is uh, it Prissy? I don't know nothing about birth and no babies. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking God. hilarious. Or Mammy, being named Mammy, number one. Oh and then her just yelling at white people, calling them white trash. Hilarious. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> trash in <laughs> Chef's kiss? <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Yes, niece? So how do you know, Nunu, if you are in, like, the deep depression where you... Like, I I, I have said I'm going to kill myself several times this week, and I don't want to joke about that because it's serious. But, like, have I actually felt the urge to throw myself out of a cliff? No. But there's, like, it... Do you know that kind of depression, y'all, when you want someone to worry about you, so you, like, start drinking more, and you start partying more, and start being reckless a little bit more? I think that's where I'm at, but I'm definitely not, like, in a kill zone.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, I, we, we've all been there. and Again... Tub. make sure there's no trigger warnings out this bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, just because, I mean, I do think the whole suicide ideation thing is a, an aesthetic, and I, I guess it's unfortunate that our society kind of at this point makes it just normal, which is yeah. weird. Again, I, y'all know I'm a counselor, so it, it makes my job also weird, like, I have, I mean, even though I know people say I'm gonna kill myself as not, like, a serious thing, mm-hmm. I would still have to, like, do a full assessment if I saw yeah. <laughs> my kid had to do it. So it's, like, so weird. Because you're like, can you not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I, but I also totally get it. I'm not gonna say I'm not a person that, that does it either. I'm a lot of the race stand, right? So, and Amy, I have, like, Amy Winehouse Tattoo, Purely after a depressive binge, mm-hmm. I don't drink gin anymore because of that depressive binge.
0: Well, then, how do you know was the difference between like you satirically saying it in your head, and then someone who's actually like feeling those feelings?
1: Um, that that's really the difference. The person who's feeling those feelings is more likely to be in it constantly, um, in it for longer. So, you know, if you're lasting a week or two, even a few weeks, you know, that is not Cassina's clinical depression, which would be more in the ninety-plus day range. You know what I mean? Which then you would require therapy and medication. And And, I didn't
0: know that clinical depression could just creep on somebody. Like, you could be born happy, all go lucky, and then your mom dies, and then you could really just have clinical depression.
1: Yeah, I mean, because you can be triggered, and I would use Kanye West as a perfect example of, you know,
0: Donda King Donda.
1: The, the, oh my God! I just I saw someone on Twitter saying I turned it off after he tried to hypnotize us with that chant in the first track. Cause the first track is him just saying like Donda Donda Donda. donda. <laughs> oh God, no! It's so weird. <laughs> um, but I also think I mean I I, I use him as an example because you know while he does have BPD, um, I I think it happened. All the symptoms came out a little bit more later in life. Just after you can see, after his mom died, it kind of was a clear switch in his um, actions after that. Mm -hmm. Plus, with fame, which is always, you know, Mm -hmm. terrible, Mm -hmm. and you know that's that's what it is. And even this kind of micro fame, right, that people experience, these local legends like Rafi.
0: I will say it is like crazy to be like to go out to bars and the people who I've known in the scene for years to know who I am all of a sudden. And like I said, I've been outside the scene. For a year now, I have not worked with other gays. I've been in my own little bubble. And to be reintroduced. Yeah, we left. We
1: really left the scene. Like, there was a time when we first moved up where we were out. And I was thinking, like, dang, even in, like, grass. Like, I used to still go out and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we used to go to And the, then there was like, just, like, like a clear no. time where we were, like, we're done. Yeah. We would do Latin nights all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now it's, like, we just, I mean, even before the pandemic, it was, like, a clear, just, we left. And so now, like, being reintroduced and, like, being,
0: meeting, like meeting, like, famous drag queens and, like, getting to interact with people I've never met before and I never thought I would be able to and get paid to have opinions. That's great. Trust and believe, y'all. That is amazing. But it's an exorbitant amount of pressure because you just never know if it's enough. And especially early on beginning, y'all, let's just, let's be fully clear. If you're trying to become... Um, someone who works with influencers.
1: that's that like, how do you do it? I'm like, you just do just, it for years. Just do
0: it for you. You're going to have to keep your color. And I'm telling you, you will have a following. People will know who you are. And you'll still be broke. That's a gag. You'll still be broke. You, every time someone buys me a drink, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Just because that feels like a payment for the, all the work I've done. <laughs> but, like, it's true. Like, you don't see the reaps of your labor. You don't see the fruits of your labor. And then you also have to deal as a person of color, as a person of color who's influencing or dealing with that platform. You see white counterparts that have the same body, the same face, but just white, just white. Same facial hair. Same little, just, like, scenes being recreated. And these people will have two million followers, be mentioned in like major giant, publications, major publications, and then when you are a brown person, you're completed
1: treated completely differently. Right. It's it's a double edged sword indeed because the one end it takes years to get it, so you have to really be passionate about it. Mm-hmm. You know, if we you give your all for it. Yeah. Yeah. You have. to would you really <laughs> give your all for yeah. that. You're right. You're right. Um, and number two, dealing with the realities of white privilege is just... It is. It can be very discouraging, yes. but again, you got to go back to your love and your passion for... I mean, again, if, we bo- if you're a person of color, then you've experienced... I mean, there are people who have do less, look less, quality is less, and they will have millions of followers.
0: And what I just want to call out and also acknowledge is that this is not me being um like anti or bitter or jealous because I support these people. I know some of these people personally.
1: Oh and yeah so, I like mean, I, mean, I don't
0: like feel any sort of way in the sense that I'm wishing for their downfall. But I just need the realization to be acknowledged that this is white privilege. That this is actually white privilege. Don't show me a creator that's doing the same exact thing as me with a lot of followers, and then tell me, like, have you seen this person?
1: Bitch! Right, I mean, the numbers don't lie. You go on TikTok, you can see the same trend. If a white person does it, it's gonna be at a million. Mm-hmm. A black person does it, a Latin person does it, Asian person does it, any other person does it, it's gonna be at, like, a hundred thousand.
0: And it's blasphemous. It is blasphemous. The person
1: who could create it could get less than the person who who's recreating it. Right. Yep.
0: And so we need to acknowledge that, and we need to, we need to really, like, dissect those things because we are we're, we're out here in DC and we just had um a black man get shot by our police officers three black men were shot in in DC this past week two of them which have died and here we are acting as if things are getting better or we're moving towards something
1: and then we have yeah I going to be very clear I do not feel Safe. Like DC seeing a DC police car does not make me feel at all.
0: DC police is by far just as bad as everything. I'm trying to get my bike was stolen about a month ago, and I'm still trying to get a police report, y'all. And dealing with the DC police has been incomparable because they have an attitude and they and they know that they don't have to be on time. They don't have to do anything. But Lord have mercy. Could they find a kidnapper? I don't think so. But he's so big. Lord (laughs) have mercy. So I want to just address that we are living in a very quote-unquote liberal city that's being dominated by police officers right now. And just run to the ground by a mayor who is, instead of uh, focusing on community-based coalitions and protecting services and building community-based protection services like that, or watches... She's spending almost a billion dollars.
1: I just you need starting. to call Mario and Luigi because Bowser is doing
0: nothing.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good one, honey.
0: That's a good one. I'm gonna use that for the podcast. <laughs> because Mayor Bowser, where you at? At this point, I've lost all respect for Mayor Bowser, and I have no problem in saying that on a national
1: at a at a, a national level. level. At a national <laughs> level, honey, we're
0: <laughs> we're across the this, the country.
1: However, um, if we come up missing, <laughs> it's because Mayor Bowser, <laughs> honey. <laughs>
0: But it's very disappointing because we have to acknowledge that things are not getting better and things are getting actually worse. We have, how come we still have um, Latino, black gays, Asian gays, all the works, oh, people of color girl. with their white boyfriends and making videos about their white boyfriend saying, y'all don't hate me for having this white boyfriend. No one cares you have a white boyfriend. Don't talk about you having a white boyfriend. Correct? Is that where we're all at? <laughs> I'm just
1: trying to keep up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, but we're still on the white privilege column. Right, um, I mean, there's an indoctrination in, in our culture, especially with media, that whiteness is already best. Obviously, in the gay culture, it's like even more amplified because white gay is the standard, is the goal, essentially. Standard. It's the standard,
0: it's the standard. It's it, not a goal because you can't be it, it's the standard. If it's a goal
1: as in It's a goal but you want to hang out. If you're with not them. it, then you try to get one.
0: Yes. You need to you need to get you try to be next to them, whether it be through drag, whether it be through working in the same spaces, whether it be to literally being their
1: marriage partnered Mar- marriage partner.
0: <laughs> no, I would say they're lackey. They're posse.
1: Oh my god. Um Yeah, I mean it's the standard and it's indoctrination. And I saw some on Twitter that said that. It was like you can tell us white privilege when people think Beyonce, Jay-Z, all these people, black people, sold their soul to the devil be successful, but for Jeff Bezos and, you know, Bill Gates, they're like...
0: They worked for it. Yeah, they're just them. Nope. What proof do we have? There is like
1: no Illuminati, you know, (laughs) you know, remember that era of Illuminati videos? There's still
0: Illuminati. There's still people talking about that Beyonce's the devil and that she's this. I was like, where's that for white people? Because they are the devil. So... (laughs) What I just want to acknowledge is that like that's not a that's not a flex. That's not a flex. I saw under so many TikToks about these Latinos, there was a Latino gay who was like talking about his white boyfriend and talking about how his ancestors would be so disappointed. And then someone in the comments said, "Actually, I think our ancestors ancestors would be
1: excited to see the growth or the change." And I would say I would say technically right? No. Well, no, okay, let's well, No, because you're
0: erasing, racing, you you are so that's no that's crazy to me. No, okay, No. no you're right. A, no, you're right. You're right mm-hmm. in the sense
1: that the ancestors at that time would not approve, obviously. Care. They
0: wouldn't even they were, that's not even what they were thinking about. You think that while but the idealist Greg from down the street was calling them the N-word or calling that person a spick. You think that while all this was going on in the 60s, the thought that that came into mind is, instead of being like, damn, what the fuck is wrong with these people? You thought these people were like, damn, I want these people to fuck me and love me and just want me, I just want to be them. No! No! That's crazy. You know what got us to this point? Is, like you said, the indoctrination through Jim Crow, through the indoctrination through having the white celebrities on TV, the white savior. That is how we've gotten to this level. So let's rewind it back. We're never gonna see change in black lives, in Latino lives, in
1: in until wh- the narrative changes. Until
0: the narrative changes. Until you really look at yourself and be like, "Damn, how much do I forgive whiteness in my life? How much am I overlooking? Um, and how much of my own happiness am I giving up for something that I don't even know about?"
1: Right. It won't be. It won't. Be, I feel like it won't be equitable until it's equitable, and I, what that means to me is. You would see it everywhere, where the standard would be shows, maybe that just didn't feature white people whatsoever. And that's just what we see all the time.
0: But then those are called racist. Those are called... No, it
1: wouldn't. That should just be normal. Every channel should have shows where... Yeah.
0: You know? There there will never be a show on a major network that's actually run, written, paid, and sponsored by black and brown people. That will just never happen. I on think a you're major.
1: forgetting the number one show in the country, Jocelyn's Cabaret, ATL. Okay, yeah, at Zoo's Network. <laughs> <laughs> <As is> Network. <laughs> um, Dude, um, but day. like I said, when it
0: comes to Scandal, when it comes to how we Great matter. All of, them, all of them have a layer of whiteness that is unbelievably... Well, blackish.
1: <laughs>
0: Let's look at the creditors for blackish.
1: Where's the... Um, Let's see who's paying for blackish. What about Fresh Off the Boat? What about Let's see. Oh,
0: and that one got canceled after season because it was actually offensive.
1: It was actually what offensive. is where are the Latin shows? shows Lopez and we saw how that was
0: treated. So, again, we have not had something that has been true to our culture, which is why we forgive whiteness. This is why we I think my demencia. Uh, you, <laughs> <go there>, <laughs> you love to go there, you love to go anti Latino so quick. Oh, uh, she's. He, what we're, uh, we're
1: not gonna do, what uh, we're not gonna do, and is uh, bring up Carlos and uh, his white girlfriend. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. They all have white girlfriends. My uh, they do all have white girlfriends. Like no matter who you, are, <laughs> they <laughs> all have. But Lonnie Love got a white. All these girls, oh everyone got a white girlfriend. What are you talking about? God, uh, <laughs> so triggered.
0: But yeah. So again, that's I guess tying back to the depression of the conversation, the, the conversation of depression. <laughs> ah. This is kind of what's been contributing, I feel like, to at least my depression. Is watching like success in my work life, and then having relationship problems, and then realizing that, <laughs> like, you really can have a relationship, you really can have everything, when you are white, because people really. But are they happy? But are they happy? And that's something that I don't question too much because I'm like obviously not happy. I I'm, I obviously think that's not happiness. However, it is like. Gaslighting. It makes you crazy. It makes you like think like what the fuck am I doing wrong? Well when you have someone telling you, Oh my god, your energy is amazing, I wish I could be with you, and then they leave you for a white man.
1: Yeah. I mean So I think continuing that subject in drag and let's see if our predictions are correct. If you are following Drag Race, we want to say congratulations to, to Kylie, Kylie, Kylie so- love, to love who
0: uh, for- clap if you think she deserved it
1: the first trans winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, wow. <sighs> I want to start by saying that I think Kylie is so great. Yeah. She is such a nice soul. She is um, a great performer. If you meet her when you went to Mickey's WeHo, right, it's very just a great energy. She, I mean, she really is. I mean, I think she worked with mean, Miss Congeniality, you know what I mean?
0: Uh, and I also want to piggyback off that of, i met Kylie in LA super nice great energy and works the crowd we love
1: Kylie <laughs> however in addition to that I'm not sure that this should have been the first winner um so here's the thing and I have to, I've heard that from a lot of People, and it was kind of weird. I kind of heard, like, the same thing. You remember when we went to Drive and Drag, mm-hmm. and all the people were like, who do you think's gonna win All-Star 6? Kylie? 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 If Kylie was black, she would not be winning. Okay, number one. Period.
0: If Kylie was Latina, she would not be winning. If Kylie right. was a person of color, she would not be winning.
1: Um, It's just a fact. Trans or not.
0: Trans or not. Especially trans.
1: Not right. Not. Um... I just I've never seen such a storyline that someone just carried through. She hasn't done anything exceptional. Like I feel like winners do something where it's like, wow, this was just so amazing. And I don't think anyone could name any amazing thing she did this and season. And
0: before y'all say Dolly Parton,
1: it was amazing. It was amazing. Amazing. It was for good. Her. It was good because no one thought she would be funny. Yes.
0: And she was, char- and I want you, it's, to this day, I will say she was not funny. She was charming. There's a difference between Win- a, a funny person and a charming person. And she's just naturally charming. Kylie can be very naturally charming. She was being Kylie. She
1: was being Kylie. Kylie's
0: grandma. You know what I'm saying? She, we all know that woman. <laughs> so, like, she wasn't being actually Dolly Parton. She didn't reference anything that was Dolly. She didn't even utilize the fact that Winnie Houston was next to her. So, it was not an iconic Dolly. I'm sorry. It wasn't. I'm sorry. It wasn't. I, and again, I wonder I, I love Kylie, but I cannot ignore the fact that if Kylie was a person of color, she would not have won because Kylie did not do anything that was absolutely wow this season. And we have yet to see the final episode,
1: right? I mean, I'm making my predictions.
0: Um, I'm making my predictions because we, I mean, this podcast is coming out a day after. so But we, I fully believe that she will win also because... It makes sense. She was the first trans woman mm-hmm. on RuPaul's Drag Race. So now she's coming back.
1: And she's... And again, I want a trans woman to win. And they have to show the fact that someone from an older season can win. Because they keep um, yeah. not giving it to them. And they want a white winner. Because they were like, alright, yep. we got enough black people up in yep. here. Yep. We I mean, gave y'all two years. <laughs> remember,
0: black person too. Right. We made it very clear. We are only going to get black winners and white winners. So...
1: I mean... There's never gonna be an Asian winner, I guess. <laughs> especially oh, Raja, especially, South, the, I mean, especially
0: when the Asian queens that we have
1: only stand up for South white Asian. people. Um, it is it, is oh it's, uh, You don't like Bianca? I, you know, I will say Okay, let me tell you why I think Bianca is a little weird. Because the only, I feel like people that rush to go see her are typically white. Yeah. White older people. Yeah, and I'm like Bianca's not like funny. I mean she is but I mean it's like I guess of a certain age maybe if I was like. 10. She's funny to the to the general public. I just don't think she's, mo- I don't think she's ever been modern. But I do think she's good at what she does.
0: Yeah, she's talented. You can be talented. But like I said, let's not pretend like she is not geared towards a certain audience. And that's where she makes her money and that's where she kind of lives her life.
1: Right. She's like a Reba McIntyre. Like of course Reba can do things but like she's not. <laughs> A single mom who works. Too <laughs> I don't, it's so, so weird that TikTok makes you people relevant again.
0: So yeah, I think that the the issue is watching a lot of just people that are not standing up for our own representation. And I definitely it's a pressure because I feel like I'm the only person that's actually speaking that truth right now, especially in DC.
1: Right. I mean, I we we had the amazing. Opportunity to go to D.C. United's um, Mm -hmm. Pride Night Out um, featuring LGBTQ plus um, themes. There's Mm -hmm. a scarf that includes all the colors. There was a demonstration. Some of the players had a fun rainbow-esque jersey. Mm -hmm. And um,
0: And those were everything that, that's all that was gay.
1: (laughs) Well, there were (laughs) gay people there.
0: (laughs) There were other. There were probably eight other gay people that we met.
1: <laughs> we were the gay section, which was a, a just a gay section. It was
0: PWI. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And um, I, I said this on the podcast before, but I don't know if y'all know that. Again, yeah, I work in um, mainly black spaces, and so I with in my real life, I don't. I'm not around white people mm-hmm. or predominantly white people so it's like weird for me now because I've been doing it for so long and I always just am so like amused it's like going to a zoo or something <laughs> oh my god
0: <laughs> watch them before that's the safest place to be watching them behind the glass really. mm-hmm.
1: um. ah, that is so terrible I don't mean like that I just mean like people watching because I just really enjoy seeing the dynamics and then like, when you get back in it you're like oh, nothing ever changes <laughs> So yeah, we've went to
0: that, and what about that?
1: I went not in drag for the first yeah. time, and I I had a funny moment.
0: What was your funny moment?
1: Well I, I, I got to you know our, our friend's house and mm-hmm. places I've been before mm-hmm. and uh, with people I've hung out before <laughs> with multiple times. And I was introduced as Raffi's friend. Well, you thought we were I was your boyfriend?
0: Oh yeah, people thought that me and Nunu were dating, because Nunu is apparently trade. <laughs> <laughs> She's trade outside of drag. And people thought that
1: she was my man. So I guess um If you ever see me with a five foot eight. Because he does not hang out with black men. so if you see <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. if you see him with a black man, <laughs> <day, laughs> it's the <That's super>. <laughs>
0: Or Don, the one I see on on Saturdays. <laughs> but we always see each other closed doors. It? <laughs> oh, just kidding. Just kidding. Well, just. We no. just.
1: <laughs> we're just kidding. We're kidding. Um, no, but it's really fun because I, I, we, we had an issue with that, right? Because Raffi doesn't get to, like, hide yeah, I don't hide, y'all. I, I don't hide. Have... I...
0: Y'all, y'all can spot me with my mask on, with my glasses off. And I really, again, I appreciate that, because that, that means, that gives icon. But, damn, no, no, <laughs> I'm just rushing I actually got the best comment the other day, and they were like, oh, my God, I saw you walking down the street, but I didn't say anything because you clearly were not in a good mood. <laughs>
1: and I was like, and he wasn't.
0: I was like, thank you, girl. Thank you for reading the room. You can say hi to me next time. Yes. <laughs> apparently yeah.
1: Yeah, I want you all to know,
0: y'all are for, for real free to walk up to me, but just read the room first. If it looks like I'm not in a good mood, don't walk up. It's not going to be good.
1: And in Paris, I guess you'll never know what I look like because I just look so different out of drag, which I, I guess is the point. I will say to me, at least for my drag, I wanted to like transform into a woman that was just a different person. And I think that my favorite kind of drag is when they look different than when they're out of drag. Mm-hmm. But obviously, that's not everyone's style. Um, but I, I
0: still can. I still think that y'all look like sisters. Like I feel like you knew,
1: um, ra- You literally seen it from the beginning, so of course you know what I look like. It looks the same, but for everyone else, I don't think they would know, because I look different.
0: You think that if I, even being your friend, and, and I, I never was part of the New News Paris story, and I saw you randomly out in driving one time, you don't think I would notice you? Mm-hmm. I don't think I would know who you are.
1: No, I don't think. I think honestly, I mean, I would say that if I went back, I say I went back home to North Carolina to a friend who doesn't follow me on Instagram or a co in college or, or someone that I used to work with who knew me really, I don't think they would invite him, I am. No, I've shown my picture to coworkers and like I wouldn't know who you are. Like current coworkers.
0: Oh wow.
1: So I think that just speaks to the level of transformation. <laughs> okay. Um, when I take all this corset off, I'm actually
0: a seven hundred pound
1: and I'm five foot one.
0: Five foot one. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> apparently. You should see these pictures go. <laughs> <you
1: know. laughs> the ones on the ground or the ones on the ground?
0: <laughs> So speaking of OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, I was told that people would join my OnlyFans yeah. this
1: weekend. And you know, you have TikTok comments. I mean, you are the new daddy of D.C. So, Raffi, tell me, do you think we're going to stay open? Do you think America is going to stay open through the fall? Wow. Um, what that you say? Do you think America is going to stay open through the fall? Do you think we're going back into a lockdown? Um. To be quite honest, I don't think we're going to go back to a full
0: lockdown. I do think that y'all are going to be out of school in about a month. Yeah, I do think that you don't think so.
1: i will just shaking my hair because yeah. I like it.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't think that y'all are gonna be in school in month, and I do think that they're gonna go back to remote in school, but I don't think that
1: um, anything else is gonna close now. I would, I would imagine that way. I mean, it's just C- wild.
0: Capitalism is crazy, y'all, and you will be surprised what America will manipulate y'all into thinking and believing to continue it. So, I don't think that we're closing because that would be too expensive. And I don't think that America's is willing to pay for us to be back. Because they, they're going to keep pushing this vaccine. Which I do think people need to get vaccinated. Y'all need to stop being so stupid and just get vaccinated. But here we are. <laughs>
1: Well, everyone, it's the Dame of D.C., new new Paris. Make sure you follow me, at Nanny Paris, all on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, and all the places. Of course, you can nominate the Dame for Best Drag Queen, sponsored by Washington Blade, and Best Visual Artist, sponsored by Washington City Paper. Both links are in our bio. And, of course, you know you can follow Rafika Onika, at Rafika Oniko and his personal life. Of course, follow Wake Don't Do It. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, earth thing, earth thing. And nominate Rafi for best personal trainer. And Wake Don't Do It for best local website and blog. Again, the link is
0: in our bio. you That was for the Washington Blade. Remember, we are just nominating. This is award season, I would say.
1: This is award season. And I, you know, if you are our designer in the area, please hit the girl up so you can design my award-winning dress. <laughs> um. <laughs> she will pay you in how <laughs> uh, cause cause you see my closet my you see yours you? No, you see, I it? see your closet have you seen mine yeah you're in it yeah, <laughs> yeah we actually do record this in closet. Closet, yeah closet one of these closets <laughs> <laughs> okay so I'm being serious I would love a design this is technically down. a closet I there's mean, no windows here yeah it's your studio apartment. But <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know what studio is. Was that a, was that a good one to na <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, there was nothing else we need to talk about. Oh, is that it? <laughs> Are we <you> really done? <laughs> <laughs> that was only forty-five minutes. Na <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off, <laughs>